the beacon of light pierces the night. Two masked heroes prepare to defend justice for all. Up there in the sky, it's the Smith, it's the Smith signal. signal. Hello and welcome back to the Smith Signal. I'm Andy Andrew. And I'm just Matt. Just Matt. Or Matthew, I guess. No, I suppose Matthew's my legal name. Okay, what are we going with? Uh, let's go with Matt. Because we always just did. because, again, whenever anyone says Matthew, I just feel like I'm in trouble. Yeah, and I know. No one wants that, do they? It's just, no. It's not nice. It's making me shudder just thinking about it, actually. <laughs> Memories of childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Severely beaten by our mutual mother. Yeah, and by yourself, of course. Well, yeah, but I was the older brother. It was my duty. It, it was your duty, yeah, exactly. And it was a privilege, Matt. It was a privilege. Well, uh, yeah, and, and for me as well. Thank you. You're welcome. You, you make me the man I am today. <laughs> <laughs> a cowering mess. <laughs> not a, yeah, not a particularly good man. <laughs> but a man nonetheless. So, hey, yeah. listen, uh, we've been away for a while and we thought we'd just come back and do like a bit of a one-off coronavirus special. Everyone's trapped at home. There's a lot of negativity in the world. And me and Matt thought if there's one thing we're good at, it's positivity and cheering people up. Isn't that right, you useless piece of shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, I'm not having a particularly positive day. So I'm probably not the best person for that, but that's... Well, that's good. I mean, we always used to tend generally start with Matt's fucked something up. So what have you done wrong this time, mate? Um, nothing really. Oh. So I'm... I'm Well, I'm living in Spain. Um, obviously, with the coronavirus, it's, it's all kicking off. I'm in Madrid, which is like the epicentre of the coronavirus these days. Um, handed over from China. Now Madrid's taken it along with Italy. Well done. Um, so thank you. Yeah. So I've been here for a month and... I think the first week and a half we were here, it was just, you know, this is living Madrid, everything's open, lovely. And then straight after that, proper lockdown, can't leave the house um, unless you go into the supermarket. If you can prove you go into the supermarket, which is our thing, then, you, then you're fine. You can't do other stuff. And that's why I became unstuck. I don't know if I've told you this already, but um, I think in the, you know, the first week of lockdown, I like, I like going for jogs. So I, w- I was going for a run. <laughs> and I was just running along um, down the street, and I could just I could just sense this car alongside me. But I thought, oh, we, you know, it's just a car, a car driving. Damn it, it's fine. And then I could hear beeping, and lots and lots of beeping. And I was going, well, maybe maybe I cut him up because I was like I, I kind of like ran across like a um, petrol station uh, forecourt. So I thought, and I kind of wanted to get away from him. So I kind of ran across there, and I could see he was still following me. I was like, oh fuck! So then I had to stop and look around, and it was a police car. This police car, there's two guys in there going absolutely mad with me in Spanish. I can't speak Spanish. Um, I'm trying to learn, but it's pretty non-existent. And he just gets out of the car, tries to keep, you know, distance, because, you know, there's a distance. And um, he's just yelling at me, like hand, hand gesturing. And I'm just kind of going, I'm just going, oh, God, yeah, I'm probably not allowed, I'm probably not allowed to be jogging. So I, I, I went jogging, but I was, thought I was being clever because I went jogging, but I had a carrier bag with me. So I'm just like ha- holding up this carry bag to him. He's going, Super Mercado, Super Mercado, you know, supermarket. <laughs> and he just looked at me like, oh, no, no. It's just like, oh, Casa, Casa, you know, home, home to me, like pointing. Because where's your, you know, where's your, where you live? I was like, oh, it's kind of pointing in that direction. Uh, and he just like yelled at me and basically just, so I just head bowed, just walked back in the direction I just came from. So no jogging whatsoever. So I went home and I ran up and down the stairs 10 times, the communal stairs for exercise. But I'm just becoming, I'm just becoming like, you know, you know, homebound. Supermarket chatter. The the the, the virus now, the, um, the lockdown has been in Madrid for two weeks. Right. So 
and just so, and obviously, and, and my fiance, she's, so she can't work as well. So we're just kind of working from home and it's just, we're trying to do certain things to keep busy. And I just, um, I tend to walk to the supermarket each day just for something to do because you can walk to the supermarket, you can't go anywhere else. So today I just went to the supermarket to get stuff which we didn't need. I got some more eggs. I got some, I got some more oat milk. We've got about 15 oat milks in the, in the planet. <laughs> and I think, I think I, you know me, I like to, I like to get irritated and I like to moan at certain things. Sometimes I like an excuse to do so. But the, because now, because there's nothing else to do, it's almost like I'm creating battles where I can find them. So I was in the supermarket and I don't know if it's the same in, in the UK, but there's, and you, you see photos on Twitter, they do it well in Denmark where they have, they have like stickers on the, on the, uh, of floors of the supermarket, you know, as you're queuing up for the uh, the cashier, saying, "No, you stand here, you stand there." That means yeah. you're two meters apart. You're all going. We're right. doing that. Yeah. So everyone's everyone's doing that, and I'm just kind of like waiting there. I'm not really paying attention. And this guy who's at he's you know he's at the um the uh at the cashier at the tails, and he's packing up his stuff, and he can only have about eight 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 items. He's got like some booze, he's got some you know some beers, some wines, only about eight stuff. And I swear to God. And this is me being miserable, but I don't care. He must have been packing that those stuff, and he was kind of like he was kind of like gesturing to himself, like, "Oh, what goes first? Oh, does that go first? Oh." And he's there for about four minutes. I shit you not, four minutes, which doesn't seem like a long time, but think about it: four minutes to pack up eight items is a long time, right? Yeah, it really is. It's a long time. But what annoys me first, and it's I first didn't really know, so I just kind of like started going out because it's getting a bit annoying because no one else can go onto the conveyor belt until he's finished up. Oh, Usually, you just you go in straight away, right? Off, yeah. So I was just waiting. And then he's finished packing his bag, something like, oh, God, fuck Christ. And then that's where he's like falling around in his pockets to get out of his wallet to pay. He hasn't even paid yet. And at that point, I'm furious because you, you've got to pay first, mate. You've got to I, pay. I'm living. Then you pack. I mean, and th- th- then those, those coppers were, were, oh. were, were giving you a hard time for, <laughs> for, for running along <laughs> the street. Get, they, were, they were wasting their time on you when that guy was doing that. There's, where were the where were the police when you need them? Well, there's such a thing as supermarket supermarket etiquette. That's a thing, right? That is a thing. And the thing was, because I'm such a dickhead, as soon as I then um, I use Anne as a bit like a soundboard of like if I'm being if I'm legitimately allowed to be to be annoyed at this. And I just spoke to her when I got home, and she just said, "But you weren't in a rush to go anywhere." And I just was like, "That's not the point." Yeah. That's not the point, is it? No. I, I'm I'm annoyed right. for you. I'm annoyed for you. I'm 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 pleased we got to supermarket chatter so very soon into proceedings. It's I mean, I we've know. been away for three years. I know. I mean, first of all, two points. We go away for three years. Three years later, the whole world goes to hell. Coincidence? Yeah. Probably well, not. Well, there you go. But surprise it took I mean, I know I didn't yeah. want to dwell on the supermarket chatter too much, but we we have opened you know, Pandora's box. Mm. If you go to like one of the more budget supermarkets here, I'm thinking Aldi. If people around the world don't know what Aldi is, what's the equivalent, Matt? It's a, it's a Walmart, is it? Or a, it doesn't really matter, does it? Little, little. And they don't have like this, you know, like the 10 items or less thing. So you've got a week's worth of shopping. And then there'll be some guy who's just got a loaf of bread stood behind you. And he tries to make eye contact to say, can I go first? And it really pisses me off. If you're just buying a loaf of bread, spend the extra 15p and go to Tesco's. Fuck off. Oh, well, well, I don't know, you know. I don't know. I like to think I would let someone go for me. I do. I do too, mate. Every single time. <laughs> and I get so passive-aggressive about it. Inside, it's chewing me up. But I just go, oh, if you just, 
You just got that. You just got the bread. Only the bread. Only the bread. <coughs> well, you don't want to be stood behind me with my, you know, a family to feed, clearly, do you? When you've just got bread, because, you you know, you're saving 15 fucking pence. Please go ahead, I say. Every single time. And he goes, oh, cheers, mate, which annoys me. Because I don't know what I want in that situation, but I want proper gratitude. I almost want him to give me a slice of that bread. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm I'm okay with people if they if they say thanks and they and they, they mean it. It's to mean it. But it's the same when you kind of like you let someone you let someone through you know um you, you know for for the dog for you and they just basically don't even say thank you. That just get me started. You want to kill them. I could absolutely thrash them. I know, I know. Hey, we're we're, we're old men. This is what we get annoyed at. It's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Is it fine though? Is it fine? Um. So you're in Madrid. I am. And you're in lockdown. Yeah. What does that mean there? I mean, you've already said you can't leave without... I mean, okay, for example, I mean, if a policeman stops you, how do you evidence that you're going to the, the supermarket? Just hold up a bag for life, or will they take your word for it, or what? I don't know. I, they, they seem quite scary, but again, it's probably because I don't know what they're saying, which doesn't help. But I think I think if you're walking and you've got a bag with you, it's fine. It's just you're not allowed to be clearly doing something else, which is jogging. So, I, you know, I had all my, my sports gear on. Um, I mean, the roads are incredibly quiet. There's, there is nothing else open except the pharmacies and the supermarkets. Um, it's just so boring. I'm just so bored. I'm just going insane. I'm going to be like um, the guy from um, what's Jack Nicholson in that Stephen in that uh, Stephen King film, which name I always forget. Shining. Um, Shining. I'm going to be like that. I really am. I'm just going. I'm just going to be going a little bit more crazy every single day. It's been two weeks. Um, I'm not handling very well. So what I'm doing is I'm so I'm keeping busy by going to the supermarket, obviously, and getting annoyed at random people at the supermarket. Fair enough. That's one Fair thing. Enough. That's fine. That's, that's reasonable. Yeah. That's fine. Has to happen. Has to happen. Got to keep them in check. Um, and then I'm just ordering random stuff off the internet. Um, so um, the boys, the boys uh, graphic novel, you got me volume one. So doing a bit of comic book stuff here. I got the boys volume one, um, which isn't new. I think the boys volume one maybe came out what 15 years ago. I don't know. Mm. Maybe a bit of, not mm. not quite as long as that. I've got volume two, um, and then I've got volume three coming in next week. It's bloody good, Andrew. I would recommend anyone listening. The boys, it's great. It's even better than the um, than the series they did. And I'm a big fan of the series. You love that series, and the didn't series, you? They, it's a great series, and they're doing the second series that's coming out, and they're true to it in a certain way, but they've gone in their own direct, certain direction of certain things, which I think is fine. Um, but I think the, the, the graphic novels, the comic books, are, are probably even better. They're really, really good. Um, so I'd recommend that. And I'm just, I'm now looking into um, hiring, hiring a treadmill. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm, I'm awfully competitive and a, and a few friends of mine, we started up a group of like, um, uh, of who can, you know, because you can run, you can go for exercise in the UK, right? You've got like that one bit of exercise a day, I think you've got. Yeah, so, they're saying, I don't understand this, like a one hour walk or a 30 minute run. I, I don't understand. Surely. Is, oh, is, that, is, is it? Yeah. Is it strict like that, is it? Okay. Well, we, they, well we've got... that way, yeah. Okay, well, we've got, kind of got like an exercise WhatsApp group. So my friend Tom, who, who listens to this sometimes, and Dan and a few other people, you know, we've got like spreadsheets of how far each person's run, the total each week, who runs the fastest, all that kind of stuff. And I can't contribute because I'm, I'm not allowed to go running outside the house. It's so frustrating. So I'm looking into hiring a treadmill, um, which aren't that expensive. But, my, but the issue is, I live in like a sixties build. I'm on the third floor. I don't think sound. I think I think they'd probably have to hear me walking from the from the flat below. So if I then buy a treadmill and just stomping along on the treadmill, 
um, I think they're going to get really, really annoyed with me. So I'm not sure I'm going to do that either. Well, you won't be able to understand what they're complaining about anyway. So it's fine. Well, good point. Good good point, actually. Yeah. I mean, if, mate, mate, if they can't be bothered to speak English to complain about you on the treadmill, <laughs> then you've done all you can. Do you know what I mean? Your conscience is clear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm just really bored, Andrew. I'm going insane. I'm on. What's um, about you? Okay, so I'm on. Uh, so this, we just had week one of our lockdown, but I was already self-isolating for half a week prior to that. So I'm on a week and a half, pretty much. Um, and I'm finding it all right because I'm not much of an out guy, outside guy anyway. So, so far, so good. But I think it's going to start. I think someone in this household is probably going to gonna murder someone else in the next in the next two weeks, it's going to turn ugly. It's just weird. I've never known. I mean, no one's done anything like it, have they? But bloody hell, this is just, I mean, what is this? Is this the, a new, is this going to be, is this going to be one isolated incident, which we'll remember for decades more? Or is this going to be virtually an every decade thing now? Is this something which can happen to society now? Weird, isn't it? Well, no, because it's, well, I don't know. I feel like it's, well, we had the promise SARS. I'm just sorry. was nothing like this. I didn't miss no, a day of work. This is this is a new kettle of fish that we no, shouldn't be. SARS was, SARS was worse if you got it, but it was a lot harder to, to get, right? So it's just this is just a different kind of virus. So viruses are all around all the time, right? It's just this happens to be a particularly catchable one. I don't know. I haven't looked into it extensively. Get it. Here comes the science bit. Concentrate. I didn't know. Did you know the difference between viruses? There's DNA and RNA viruses. Didn't know this. Go on, Tom. Okay. Go on. So a DNA virus is made up. Um, right. This is where the science is going to let me down. I only know it in the most basic way. But a DNA virus, DNA, which obviously we're all familiar with, is a very stable type of NA. <laughs> um, it has like proofreading genes in it. So. If a new one grows and it doesn't match code, it's it's eliminated. Right. RNA, which is what this virus is, doesn't have that ability. The National Rifle Association, I don't know how they were linked, but no. <laughs> RNA um, doesn't have that, which means when it duplicates itself, if there's an error, it's let go, which basically is all mutation is. So mutation is just genes reproducing as they should but the errors aren't caught and so that's why this one can mutate which is why it's going to be like the cold difficult to um suss it out and actually work out how to get rid of it i just read something on the new well it was it was you know sometimes on your phone and kind of you swipe left on your iphone you get a few little uh, news stories from different outlets um there, there was one on like um about a, a cab driver uh, in his 50s who died because of the money that was handed to him from from a customer and which is obviously shocking, but can you can I possibly know that? That just feels like sensationalism to me. Wow! How can you know it's from the note that some particular customer handed to you, which is what gave you the coronavirus and killed you? Well, this you is know? the tricky thing with where we're at. We're in this this media driven world, and we're in a crisis, and those two things together is just going to cause sensationalism. It does beg the question, are we really in that big a crisis or is it sensationalism? Sensationalism. I'm not saying that's the case, but I think... I don't know. I've, I've, I've not got time for people when they kind of just go, um, oh, yeah, but it's just like the flu or, or people will die from other things anyway, so why is this any worse? It's just, 
It just is, because it's just stuff, stuff you can do to help slow it down. It's clearly, there's clearly thousands of people dying. It clearly is. I wouldn't say it's sensationalism at this point. I love this. I this really... is like a PSA from the Smith Signal. This is brilliant. I this is like inspirational words from Matt Smith. Uh, no, no, I just don't buy it. I just think it annoys me when people say that. We should release a charity single. <laughs> Sandy and I love down the well. Good shout. Rusty, what are your plans for the royalties? Well, we got a paper promotion, shipping, distribution. You know, those limos out back, they are free. Whatever's left, we throw down the well. Which reminds me, because, yeah, that's, because just an, another thing that's annoying me, um, because things tend to. Um, so obviously the Disney Plus came out this week in the uh, in UK, Spain, and a few other places, because obviously it's been now in the States, Canada, and I think someone like Holland might have had it earlier on as well. But obviously we've just got it this week. So I paid for the annual subscription, all good. The annoying thing is, because we've just moved to Spain, it's really difficult to get internet. You've got to have like your NIE number. This is really boring. I'll be quick. NIE number, which is, a, I think it's the equivalent of the national insurance number in the UK. And getting it is a, a ball ache. And getting it involves either going to the Spanish embassy or going to the Spanish police, which aren't open for face-to-face because there's more important things to be worried about than getting me an NIE number so that <laughs> I can get the internet, apparently. <laughs> so, which all means we're, we're using one of those kind of, you know, those little toggles that you can get and it has like a pre, pre amount of like data on it. Um, with you. so you spend like 50 euros and, you, and they send it in the post and you use it and it runs out and then you send it back so we've got to try and use it very sparingly apparently but what it means is I, I can't I can't watch Mandalorian well I can I'll just tell you that in a minute I can't can't stream The Simpsons so all this new Simpsons you know Disney Plus has got all the Simpsons episodes on it now it's pretty amazing and I'm stuck at home doing nothing I can watch The Simpsons but I can't because I can't stream oh, I'm doing I'm not everything good so what I'm so what I'm taking to doing is when I go to the in, when I go to the supermarkets is there anything they can't do they have free Wi-Fi so I'm going it's just like going down the aisles go oh oh milk oh bread oh yeah 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 oh when that's like secretly just like downloading Mandalorian Simpsons episodes in my really? iPad and in my, in my drop-in trolley yeah <laughs> I mean it's really really slow because <laughs> it's like their, their Wi-Fi but that's so yeah, so, so fantastic. So that's that's how I'm spending my time. How long? How long? How much oat milk do you need to look at before you download an episode of The Simpsons? Well, Andrew, there's an awful lot of oat milk. Trust me, mm. in these aisles, there's this market next to me. It's vast. It's got so much of everything. It's got a whole two aisles dedicated to olive oil. They love olive oil here. So I'm just, you know, that can take a while. You know, you know, I, I'm, you know, I've got to get the right olive oil, so I could be there for ten minutes. Mm, yeah, you do need to carefully select. Yeah, you do. There you go. So that's 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 two episodes of Simpsons done right there. But I would just quickly, I would to go back on that Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, first three episodes have come out in the uh, in Spain and UK, and uh, I am a big fan of it so far. I think you would like it. How long is each episode? Well, this is what I was going to say because only about the 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 average around the 35 minute mark 36 37 minute mark i think that works especially well for this because you know te- things tend to be like either an hour or 50 minutes but i think with mandalorian it's quite important because he's quite a he's a lo- lo- you know he's like a loner he, he works by himself he doesn't talk an awful lot so a lot of the scenes they're good but they don't he's not there's not always an awful lot of dialogue so i think it's important that the episodes are quite short and snappy which they are um not an awful lot has happened so far but it, it it gets away with it. It's 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 interesting. It's fun. Have you seen um, Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda's amazing. Mm. I know I know Baby Yoda's everywhere, and they ruined it by you know I shouldn't have known Baby Yoda was a thing until you know I watched the first episode last week. Where in reality I've known about it since what well, no December or whatnot when it came out in 
States and Canada and whatnot. But um, Baby Yoda is great. It works. It really works. It's great. It's lovable. Okay. 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 Uh, well, it's not, it's not, uh, this is it. I mean, I don't know. I don't even, because I've only watched three episodes. So is it, is it Baby Yoda? Is it just, um, I don't think it is because I think this it's not. Mandalorian is based after uh, Jedi. Um, so uh, just, I just, I don't, I'm, I'm glued, Andrew. Okay, I'm okay. Glued I, I do think I'm going to wait till they're all out. I'm, I'm more of a binge person these days. I can't be arsed with appointment TV. So when it's all done, yeah, when all 10 episodes are out, I will just blitz it in a weekend, quite happily. I think, how's, how's Maya these days? She's 10 or 11 now? She's 10 and a No, she's not. She's, 10, she's nearly 11. Okay, so she... Will you have any interest in watching it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's into Star Wars. We were just watching the, re-watching the, the trilogy last weekend, the original trilogy. No, I was just wondering, because it's, it's obviously because all the originals, all the whole Star Wars catalogue is on Disney+, Plus. So I'm just wondering, I forget what they're doing in, in, in regards to um, which versions of, uh, of the originals that they've got on it. Man. The, uh, the, the, the original originals, the, tam- the George Lucas tampering um, originals. I, I know it's an old bloody joke, but George Lucas tampered originals. I mean, it's just it's so glaring because the CG wasn't quite spot on because they couldn't. It wasn't quite good enough, was it? It wasn't quite. But also, I mean, you've gone from like half an hour seemingly of puppets and then all of a sudden you've got this like all singing, all dancing gorilla thing. So it just doesn't. Fit. It's just, uh, it's well, so rubbish. It was, it was the Skywalker Ranch, wasn't it, that he had? He had his own um, kind of digital team, didn't he? Which he was very proud of. And then, I suppose, because obviously the, the uh, Phantom Menace came out in 99, and uh, so but he had the, was it the trilogies, the original trilogies, which he redid, and Pan Cinema, was it before or after that, the um, the prequels? Pretty sure it was after the prequels. Because even then, it was, so it was either late 90s or, or early noughties, mid-noughties, and, the, and the, the, what he was trying to do wasn't quite up to scratch, was it? No, it sucks. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, they, they just stick out. The only bit where it benefits, I think, is when you look at like the, uh, the dogfights, because the very originals, there was like slightly discoloured boxes around like the X-Wings, for example. Do, do you know what I mean? And now they've blended yeah. it all in, so it looks a bit smoother, but... Oh man! Like when you're just like walking along familiar bits, like um, going to the, the cantina, and then outside, all of a sudden, it's like it's like a city with dinosaurs and Jawas, and it's and then yeah. he just had this habit of having like for no reason, just like a stormtrooper just like walks across the camera, like blocking everything off. For a second. <laughs> like, why have you done that? There's a moment too in Jedi when. Um, Boba Fett just does that. Just like walks past the camera, like like a like. Well, you've got to you've got to get him in as much as possible. Uh, I know. That's, that's what I love about that. Just just, just get Boba in there and just kill him in. Um, uh, and the fucking yeah. making making. Um, oh my god! The um, oh, what's it called? The um, oh my god! I'm ashamed of myself. The the thing that eats Boba Fett. It the thing that eats it Boba Fett. Salak. Salak. The Salak pit making it effectively Audrey Two from Little Shop of Horrors. No need for that. I thought you would like that. You love Audrey 2. I love Audrey 2, but there's a time and a place, and the Sarlacc pit is not Audrey 2. I mean, it's almost like, it's so much like it. I was thinking, is that like an homage? Have they done that as a cheeky wink, or is that just crap? Oh, they might have done. Because they have, but they do, they have, haven't they got E.T. in, in, um, in some scene somewhere? Isn't that, I'm pretty sure I heard that. Isn't that, um, no, nah, that's um, uh, Phantom Menace, right? And the... The pod racing scene, isn't it supposed to be like uh, there's him, there's a Terminator in the you know in the crowd if you like freeze frame it at the right point. Well, all the all the digi- all the digital stuff he did was was pretty inexcusable and it were, ruined it. But the, still, the worst thing he did was just changing Boba Fett's voice. No disintegration. 
As you wish. You may take Captain Solo to Jabba the Hutt after I have Skywalker. He's no good to me dead. I just... Nah, I'm sorry. Changing it to the guy who obviously played Django. Was just, Greedo well, shot first. Greedo shot first is the most egregious yes, error. No. <laughs> well, there's that, but there's also... It is also changing Jabba the Hurt in, in New Hope to Jabba the Hurt, but obviously Han Solo walks and has to walk around him, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so he just, he just goes up and then, oh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I'm sure George Lucas knew what he was doing and then he sold it to Disney for $7 billion or something. Which has been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it has. That might sound like I was taking the fifth, but I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Force Awakens was fantastic and then... I don't know. Diminishing returns from there, perhaps. I, qu- I quite liked uh, Rise of Skywalker. I think I think Force Awakens was just that was excellent, but I think they probably didn't take enough um, bold new risks because you could argue it just it was too close to what they'd done before. But it was like it was fine because it was like they hadn't done a film for a long time, and after the prequels, they just needed to get it to make it a good film, and they did right. And then with like. The other two, they had to try and do something a bit different, which I think uh, Last Jedi did, and I thought Last Jedi had enough really strong bits in it to make it worthwhile, so fair dues. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, in and of itself, I thought it was joyful enough, but again, it was a bit of a damn squib at the end, a bit of an anticlimax. Which reminds me, actually, way back, like, way back, like, probably, I don't know, episode 20 or something of Dismiss Signal, when we did a review of The Force Awakens, I predicted way back then that Rey and Kylo were going to do a cross and she would turn bad and he would turn good. And I wasn't quite right, but You're I came wrong. close. <laughs> well. Well, I mean, she did go bad with pointy teeth for a, for a, for a moment with, in a dream sequence. In a flashback, yeah. And it was a dream sequence. Which we know you're not a fan of, yeah. No, not at all. Um, so, you know, I just want to get put that out there that I called it three years ago. You didn't call it. Well, you you know, I mean, well, you know, I mean, well, you know, I mean, they put it in a dream sequence, didn't they? The idea. Yeah. I I mean, I... Okay, hold on, hold on. So if I dream tonight that I'm having sex with Beyonce, as an example, you're telling me that means it happened and it's true. Well, no, 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 you've missed out. You know what? You've missed out the significant part. Which is? You need to record a podcast about it. Have the dream, record a podcast about it, put that out there. Three years later, you maybe will have sex with Beyonce. I mean, I didn't get it 100% right, so maybe you won't so much have sex with Beyonce as have sex with, like, like her dog sitter or something. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but I mean, you'll, you'll come pretty close-ish, is what I'm saying. So... You know, something to think about. Okay, fair enough. Let the games begin. Anyway, Andrew, talking of The Simpsons and the fact that I've been trying my best to watch a lot of Simpsons uh, through this quarantine, I've come up with an idea around a Simpsons quiz. I'm excited. And the reason for that is because I wanted to test you on the quiz, but also because I'm going to be hosting a virtual pub quiz on the weekend anyway. Oh, exciting. A quiz. Yes. So, yeah. So, you see them on Twitter. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's... Because the people can't actually meet in the pub. They get on a call. They get on Zoom or they get on whatever, Google Hangouts, whatever, and they get pissed and they just chat. But we're going to take it up a notch. So, what I've done is I've come up with six questions and I'm going to ask you the six questions. Are you up for it? Yes, I'm excited. Okay. So, there's six questions. 
if you don't get, I don't know, let's say you need to get at least four, otherwise you'll bring great shame. Okay. Four is acceptable, but anything less than your disgrace, to be quite frank. All right. Okay. I'm ready. I'm, ready to go? I'm totally ready to go. All right. I'm overselling this, but let's, let's, let's go for it. <laughs> I think it can be very firm, fairly easy to talk quite hard. I want to, I want to, you know, put a good mix in there. All right. So let's start. So, Andrew, in Home Where They Fall, Homer has a boxing match against Dredrick Tatum. Things like season eight, good episode. Throughout the episode, he has a trainer by his side. Who was that trainer? It's Mo from the bar. Mo from the bar, Mo's his luck. Yes! It's correct. Yes! Wow, one. Good start. Okay. Good start. Okay. Good start. I, think, I think this one's a bit, a bit harder. This is this, this sort of mental voice. Here we go. But it is a multiple choice question. I'm ready. In Homer at the Bat, which of Mr. Burns' ringers did he kick off the team for not shaving off his sideburns? <laughs> I don't know what you I don't know what you think sideburns are, oh, Mr. Burns. Yeah. <laughs> for the last time, get rid of those sideburns. Look, Mr. Burns, I don't know what you think sideburns are, but... Don't argue with me, just get rid of them! <laughs> Was it Don Mattingly, Steve Sachs, or Jose Canseco? Oh, one more time. Don Mattingly, Steve Sachs, or Jose Canseco? Steve Sachs. No, it was Don Langley. Oh. So you got that one wrong, unfortunately. Sorry. Okay, I'm on. I'm that's on. one out of two. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I got all, it's all to play for. It's all to play yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got faith in you. But this one's tricky as well, so let's go get on. And it's not multiple choice either. So, in You Only Move Twice, Homer gets a new job working for Hank Scorpio. Classic. Classic episode, yeah. In which town did the family relocate to for, Han- for Homer's new job? I see. Ah, right now, the tricky one. Can, is, it, is it too tricky? Is it a real city or is it made up? As far as I'm aware, it's made up. Ah, for some reason, I've got Salt Lake City in my mind, which obviously is a real one. There's two words to it. One, the first uh, word is the first word to a rock band, and the second word is the last word <laughs> for a for a whiskey drink. I don't know if that's going to help, but let's see. Going to give you 10 seconds. Fort Chase. No, um, something Chase. No. Uh, hang on. A whiskey drink. Go on, I give in. Please. It's Cypress Creek. <sighs> Cypress okay. Hill, Knob Creek, you know? Okay. That's... Was Cypress what's... Hill really a rock band? I don't know. No, they weren't. And what's, what's Knob Creek? Not Greek, it's, well, it's like a whiskey or something, isn't it? Whiskey or rum or some comfort or something along those lines. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, right. I need to get them all right now to save face. And, yeah, let's take it on. So, at the end of the same episode, Hank buys Homer an NFL team, American football team. Name that team. Um, The Buffaloes. No. Remember what he says? He goes, oh, not the... No, no, yeah. No, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not and then Marsh the, goes, I think that's pretty good. And he goes, Ah, oh, you wouldn't understand. Not the Buffalo Broncos. <laughs> oh, corn, you're getting close. New York. You've got the Broncos, right? So you've got to think of a town, like a city. So it's the something Broncos. Boston Broncos. No, it's the Denver Broncos. Ah, oh, I knew that, kind of. Oh. So, so, so you've lost, but that's fine because okay. it's the taking part that counts. Keep going, keep going. So we've got two questions. All right, I reckon these ones are. I reckon you'll get these two. In Flaming Moe's, what is the secret ingredient in the drink of the cough same syrup. name? Cough syrup. It is. Yes. Crusty cough syrup. There you go. Well there done. we well go. Done, well done. Back in it now. So you're on 
two, I believe. Two and five. This one, last question. In March, this is the monorail. Name the monorail, three monorail, other towns. Monorail. And then yeah. the best bit of that scene is <laughs> where uh, Le- Leonard Nimoy's the the intellectic the, the intellectual ba- yeah. ballet begins. Does anybody <laughs> want to switch seats? Give me the question. Give me the question. But okay, but in March versus the monorail, name the three of the towns where Lyle Langley builds his monorails. Shelbyville. No, come on. You're better than that. Come on. No. How am I supposed to know what towns he built a monorail in? Because his whole part of the thing, he goes, I built them in. No, 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 no. My, by God, I put them on the map. And it's got a picture of the United States with the, you know, the, you know, them putting on the map. Come on. Three. Everyone knows at least one of these. Iowa. No, they're not. They're not. Again, I don't think they're real, real places. I don't think, I don't think you're going to get it. I don't think you're going to get it. It's North Haverbrook, Ogdenville, and Brockway. That's too difficult. No, it's not. Plenty of people know that. No, nobody knows that. Everybody. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, we're going to do, do this quick on Saturday. I might, from this feedback, he got, what, two out of six. I've been to a friend already. He got <laughs> he got five out of six, I should add. Yeah, but so your, might, your, your friends never get out, mate. Well, well, the, certainly don't now, no. So that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Everyone... Everyone's got a week to just watch Disney Plus and just, you know, just absolutely go mental right. with The Simpsons. All right. Unbeknownst to you, yeah. I've got a quiz for you. Oh, wow. And I've got six questions for you. you got six for me? Yeah. Huh. We've actually played this game before. Okay. So I should do well then. And, and you didn't do well then. So oh. I'm going <laughs> to give you six quotes yeah. from movies, and I want you to tell me the film and the character. Okay. Okay. Now, the last time we did this, three years ago, yeah. I started with this one, yeah. and you didn't get it then. Yeah. Let's see if you get it now. Okay. I'm a better man now. Yeah. This town needs an enema. Oh, God. Um, this town needs an enema? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'd think I'd remember three years ago, wouldn't you? Um you were very determined, you were very pointed at the time that this is a stupid quote and that nobody knows it. Well, there you go. Did I get a Ghostbusters? No. What is it? It's the Joker in Batman 89. I don't reckon that's um, a well-known quote. It is to me. And not just because I didn't know the answer. It's very well-known in my head. Now everybody knows this town needs an enema. It is a, it, the film holds up. You should watch it. All right, okay. Everyone... Everyone at home, play along. I'm going to give you the next one, okay? This is an easy one. Okay. Okay? If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. I will kill you. See, that's... You made that obvious, but I reckon I got it quite early on, so I should get bonus points for that. Okay. So it's Liam Liam Neeson's character in Taken, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is too easy. I don't know what his name is. Mr. Taken. Bill. Daddy Taken. John Taken. Terrible father. Can't keep an eye on his daughter. Um, Next one? Yeah. Now this, when we played this game three years ago, this is one you gave me. Okay. He's in town with a few days to kill. Oh, God. So he's in town, a few days to kill. So he's going to kill people. Oh, it's Predator 
Ah, oh, well done. Yeah, that's yes. right. Yes, yes. So that is, let me see now, two for Matt. So we've drawn clear. We've drawn even. So you've got it all yeah. to play for, Matt. You could, you could win this. Number four. Yeah. Don't wake my friend. He's dead tired. He's dead tired. Is it something like McBain? I mean, it's not McBain, but you're very close. So is it Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Same there. No, no, I'm not going to give you that. It is Schwarzenegger. It's uh, Commando. It's one of his little uh, quips. He's, yeah. he's sat next to an enemy in a plane, and on the plane ride, they realize they're enemies. And so he kills him in his seat, and then the stewardess comes to like wake them up for landing. And he goes, oh, don't wake my friend. He's dead tired. Dead Quality tired. line. Fantastic. Great writing. Great writing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Commander. Yeah. Have you seen a, an Arnie film? Have you seen an 80s Arnie film? Yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. That you, then you've seen Commando. It's fine. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, next one. This is a goodie. This is either dead easy or dead tough. I'm not sure. To me, it's like a quote okay. that really connects with me. But good business is where you find it. Good business is where you find it. Office space, don't know. Dick Jones in RoboCop. Yeah, but again, there's nothing in that would make me guess it could be part of RoboCop, you know? Yeah, no, it is a toughie. There's no no hints there, there's no clues. There's no clues. Well, you could could give you a clue. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, listen, we're we're two for two, Matt. This is exciting. This is the decider. This is the the last question, yeah? This This is is for the win win or a draw. This one... I'm not going to say anything. Let me just read it. Ready? Voila. In view, a humble vaudevillian veteran cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is a vestige of the vox populi, now vacant, vanished. It's easy for you to say. Um, Is it V for Vendaire? Bastard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was just a bit of a guess because of the language you've always been used. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, that's name my day. Yes, gracious in, in victory. Andrew, have you watched any of Westworld yet? No, still haven't watched it. Never mind the first series. Never mind the second series. No, nor have I read the book. Nor have I seen the original film. So no. Right. Well. Getting the book is actually a lot more difficult than you think, right? Because I've I've read a few Michael Crichton books, and I think he's really good. Um, I think Westworld is more of like a script. I think he always intended to be he always intended it to be a film. Um, but you can't buy it for eleven million on the internet unless you want to spend three hundred pounds. It's mad. Um, anyway, that is mad. Uh, but I haven't. Are you quite sure? You just well, again, so maybe I after this have a look if you can if you can see a, a competitive price hey why um, wait i'm going to do it now and anyone listening right, to this well, right now is googling westworld book and they're all going to be like there it is now on abe books for like 4.99 westworld book no 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 no, no, no. So it's got to be the, the the michael Crichton book right there's yeah. lots of people doing like versions of it or you know you know doing an essay because of the series blah 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 none of that none of that you can't, you can't find it. I wonder why that is. You can't find it. Well, again, I, I just assume it was because he didn't write it as a novel like he has with other stuff. It was purely a script which he then wanted to make into a film, so they probably never made a lot of copies. No. I thought then after the success of the series, they would then kind of, you know, 
republish it, but turns out no. Well, well, well. But have you seen the trailer for the um, for the film? No. Watch the trailer at some point because it's it's just it's just great because everything just seems to be. Things seem to be so much worse, and everything just seems to just just be quite naff and cheesy, which is probably unfair. Um, I think the film came out in like the sixties, seventies. You get away with quite a lot back then, couldn't you? Yeah, it didn't look great. It might have been good, but it didn't look great. But um, the series, Andrew, is is fantastic. Like it just it's just really really good. I just think you'd enjoy it. Hmm. Hmm. And I think you should get on it. And I think you should get on it. So I'll be watching the second season again, and then the third season's just come out as well. So plenty of good stuff to be watching if I could stream. Because um, also, for people listening, Ozark season three is coming out as well. Oh so my also God! I'm sorry to cut you across, what? but I am just no. watching the trailer. Why? Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were going to moan about Ozark. Ozark's great. Locking in now. So you're watching the trailer of Westworld? <laughs> the film, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. they got lots of flashing lights. Oh, yeah. it's the sci-fi-ness. Oh, and he's using a bloody Commodore 64 to launch a rocket. Yeah, does it say that what year it came out? 1973. Well, because that's a good thing. So what do you think about? There's a guy here. There's a, sorry. There's a guy here that's so busy that he's got one of those mouthpiece things and he's on a phone at the same time. <laughs> this is special. Have they got to the bit where, where they take off his face and it's just like, let's see the yeah. robot infrastructure yeah. behind it. That's, it. That's a good moustache. That guy looks just like Christian Bale. We have everything. Anyway. Oh, I don't recall. I don't recall. That looks... Anyway. I, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm more interested in watching that film now than watching a TV series, I have to say. Well, because you're lazy and the film's an hour and a half and the series is about 20 hours worth of entertainment. I, I, yeah, I am lazy. I just, but I'm lazy of entertainment. So is that lazy? I don't know. I'm also not going out running. But mm. so, uh, but what am I doing apart from working? Is um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm reading a lot. I'm doing a saga reread. Saga's still great. Oh yeah, yeah. All the way well, from number one. Um, it holds up. It's still great. And there's so much stuff I forgot. And it goes really fast. I forgot like. Characters like, um, you know, the, the stork, the big weird spider. Yeah. You know, I remember her like being like a significant part of the story. She's not. She's like two issues, if that. Yeah, I think, I think the reason why you think that and is because there's flashbacks of her. Yes. But it also is, is clearly like a, a, a big part of the Will's mental breakdown <laughs> that continues throughout the rest of the book, culminating in the end, which we, well, the end so far that we know it to be, which is the biggest. It's the only time in a graphic novel where I've had to put down the book, have a deep breath, go for a walk, not talk to anyone for a couple of hours. <laughs> just to kind of emotionally get through that time in my life. It was a kicker, wasn't it? Oh, um, yeah. It was a kicker, yeah, when that happened. I won't go into more detail in case someone goes, to read, or goes on to read it, but, oh, God. I still probably Google, maybe not once a week, but every other week, you know, saga, return. And there's still nothing. There's still nothing on the horizon. I don't know how long it's going to be on hiatus for. But uh, well, I follow the um, the uh, the, uh, the illustrator or yeah, Fiona Staples. The person, the, the, yeah, Fiona Staples, the one who does the drawing. Um, and she doesn't seem to be. She hasn't put anything up there for a while related to Target, so I don't think it'll be coming anytime soon. To be honest. Damn it. 
I assume that I assume this can't be helping. Um, I don't because know. obviously it's well I don't know, but then it's there's obviously there's a few things which are obviously a bit more face to face. For example, Batman, for example, the new Batman films obviously postponed on hold, which is I'm surprised you've not mentioned that yet. It hurts too much. <laughs> it hurts too much. I'm worried about that. I, I just think there's definitely a case of what can happen with loss, loss of momentum, and uh, that's got to be tough, hasn't it? They must have so many balls rolling that they've had to stop. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I like to think usually when when there's issues with films halfway through, it's because there's you know the whole thing around creative differences, different directors, different blah blah blah. You know, um, uh, plot. You know, like uh, storyline changes, all that kind of stuff, and that usually is what, what what when you have to worry. But hopefully, for this, it's just you know when it when it starts again, you know, business as usual. We just had four months off, whatever. Don't worry about it. I mean, I suppose it becomes an issue where you then start to think about schedules because I don't know James Patterson was meant to finish Batman, I don't know, by let's say April, and in August he's meant to be doing this other film, which is when Batman needs to keep keep filming because blah 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 I assume that's going to be a massive but like oh um, mate imagine if he has to grow a moustache for the new film and then he has to come back and do Batman and they, they digitally <laughs> remove the moustache that couldn't possibly happen could it? <laughs> that wouldn't happen in a film <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's bloody awful uh, you reminded me of something yeah. before which I was going to jump in on but I forgot did I ever tell you and I don't think I ever told you on, on Mike about you, you you made me remember when you were talking about the police following you on your run in Madrid and you didn't speak the language did they ever tell you about the time I got into a bit of trouble on a train in Japan <laughs> no <come on. laughs> that sounds great <laughs> it, it, was, it was not right mum our mum had come to stay in Japan I was, I was living in Japan and she came to visit me and then on a final day I decided rather than let her just go on the train on her own back to the airport I'd I'd go with her so I did this last minute and I, I thought I bought the right ticket but I didn't because she was on a super express train and I just bought a regular ticket and I got we got there fine and then on the way back the ticket conductor comes and I show him my ticket and I didn't really speak very good Japanese and and he was just obviously not happy with my ticket and i was like well it's a ticket and it's going from one place to another so what's the problem probably shouldn't have been quite so cocky about it he walks off in a huff talking into his radio and i was like oh that's not a good sign (laughs) so a bit later on you know like once the moment's finished because he was quite aggressive to me so i got aggressive back but then when you've when when everything cools like you start to feel like a sense of guilt thinking i probably didn't handle that quite as well as I could have done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when he comes back later on after another stop to check other people's tickets, I call him and I start trying to like give him cash, basically saying, listen, I'll pay for the difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he was just like not having it. And I thought, all right, well, okay, fair enough. He's being a prick, but I was probably a prick, but he was a prick. So there we go. Either way, I've offered him the cash. Bit later goes on. It's about an hour journey. He walks past again. And he's talking into his radio. And I was like, well, that could be about anything. That really could be about absolutely anything. But as he walks past, I give him, I proffer him a, like a debit card. You know, or maybe he couldn't take the cash. Yeah. Take the difference on this. Not interested. Shakes his head. Just carries on walking down the carriage, talking into his uh, little, little microphone in his shoulder. I was like, all right, I'll fuck this guy. Finally get to my station. 
And as we pull in, you know the slain, the train's pulling to a slow stop, and you can see. Uh-huh. And, and, we, and past my window, there was like six coppers. And oh it's the transport police, so they're armed. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. This this isn't good, but I, that could be for anybody. They could just be doing a standard train inspection. You know, you're trying to talk yourself into like being calm. <laughs> the thing is, you stand out in the in the right. <laughs> so I, I start to think, right, this could be awkward. So if I move down the carriages towards the front of the train, they're back down the other side of the platform now. So I'm going to get off. I'll get out of the gates, get into the subway. There we go. No harm done. I'm basically on the lam now. And uh, get off the train, go to the gate. There's another copper there. Hand on shoulder, stops me. The other ones come up behind me and uh, they had me. They had me for ticket ticket evasion, believe it or not. it was. We're talking about £15 here, the equivalent of. I had to get someone I worked yeah. with to come out. This is a Sunday afternoon to be my translator to try and explain the misunderstanding that had happened. I ended up paying the £15, and they let me go. I, I wasn't under wow. arrest, you understand, but it was a horrible, horrible situation. All that for, for the sake of the £15 ticket. So basically it was mum's fault. Basically, yeah. I think if I'd just given the yeah. guy the cash at the first conversation, it probably would have been fine. But he riled me, and I had no right to be riled, and I riled back. And then he basically thought, if that's the way you want to play it, pal. Oh, dear. Uh, good days, good days. Never forgotten that. That moment of just pulling into the station and seeing all those coppers thinking, that's probably for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Bad day. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Everybody in the world, stay calm, stay healthy, stay well, stay... Any help, Matt? Spice up your lives. Spice up your lives. Thank you very much for listening. We hope we have in some way lightened the black, black mood of the coronavirus cloud which hangs upon our heads like an evil umbrella. Exactly. And we wish you the very best. Goodbye. Tra. Tra. Justice for all. Up there in the sky, it's the Smith signal. signal.